Hello everybody and welcome to a special bonus episode of Carnacy Radio. We have a special Mother's Day episode. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Um, I just want to give like a special shout out to all the hardworking mothers, first of all, first and foremost, that go hard and just do for their child and still maintain their self and their sanity. Um, Because we know that's kind of like a struggle and juggle for most moms, but you're doing great. I'm proud of you. You're amazing. And I'm wishing you all the good success. Happy Mother's Day. So let's jump right on into the episode. This is basically just a Mother's Day episode. We're going to talk about being moms. And I have two special guests on here that you know from previous episodes uh, when I talked about black hair. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you need to stop what you're doing and go listen to it right now. All right, and then come back. (laughs) So we have my two special guests. We have O.C. here from the last episode. Hello. And we have Cher. Hey, y'all. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> yes. Thank you guys for being on my show. Again. Did y'all second time around. Whenever you Second time around. Yes. I love it. Y'all are amazing co-hosts, so you know I had to bring y'all back. Yes. And I brought these two women on because we all have children we are all mothers we are all around the same age um and our sons are all around the same age and we all have sons like that's crazy yes. man we do we all, have, the all have boys right I just, and boys will be boys oh child we're gonna get into that but yes mm. so we're gonna hop right on into it um first off like i said happy mother's day to all the mothers so we're just gonna hop into it and say you know how how long has each one of you been mothers? Like, what's the time frame? Um, well, physically, I've been a mother for like three years, almost four years. Okay. Um, but in reality, I've always dealt with kids. So I'll say mm-hmm. I've been a mother for a long time. That's why I be telling people I've had children. Right. I've been just that gift. I just, I, I mother children. I just love children. So, yes. I'll be feeling like I was a mother before I was a mother. So, that's how I know what to do with mom. <laughs> it comes natural to you. I love it. What about you, Cher? How long you been? Well, my son is about to be three. So, it'll be almost three years. Three. But, I was a mom ever since I found out about it. Yes. 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 Oh, yes. That mommy had this. Yes. Came on. Mm-hmm. Yep. I got prepared when I seen him on the screen. <laughs> so ever since then, I've been on it. Yes. I mean, I've been a mom for three years now. About three and a half years. I have a three-year-old. And like you said, I've been a mother since. I seen him. I knew I was pregnant. Like, mommy mode just instantly kind of, like, kicked in like for me. mindset changes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God. Like, I'm having a baby. So, yeah. <laughs> we've, been, we've been mothers for quite some time um what were your emotions and thoughts when you first found out you were expecting um i'll go um for me it was like it was interesting because like i said i've always been around kids and i've always wanted kids so it was kind of just like yes finally because i was like 25 so it's just like yes i'm finally having a child you know I'm well into my 20s, you know, I'm pretty, doing pretty okay. So I was like, you know, I was excited. 
I was happy, you know. Happy, ready. Excited. Ready. Yeah. Okay, she ready. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. How did you feel? Well, I kind of just, I was being, you know, being me, being careless, and I kind of <laughs> thought, like, oh, you know, it hasn't happened yet, so maybe it's just going to happen later, or maybe I'm just not doing it right, or, you know, maybe it's just because I, it's like, I I, it's, right. like, it's like I was ready to kind of like up here i was thinking like oh my god you know what if it happens yeah Mm -hmm. and so it was this one day um i was at church with my son's father and his mom it was a grandma and this uh one of her friends came up to me and she's like "Ooh, you're glowing are you pregnant oh and i'm thinking myself like no like what are you talking about what Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Pregnant? No, hasn't happened, so it's not happening now. Like you know, so I'm like, cause I guess like you know, you know, soldiers weren't marching. Oh, <laughs> the soldiers so, for a while. I thought that oh well, he probably can't. You know, he can't something's wrong. Something's wrong. So I'm just like, okay, well it hasn't happened, so maybe it won't. Okay, I don't know why I was thinking that way. Like you know, like miracles don't happen, right? Uh-huh. Every day. So then it had me thinking like, oh my god, like when was my last cycle? See, didn't even think about it. I'm just going, I'm just, you know, day by day, and I'm not even realizing, but I had symptoms of it. So I'm like, oh, it'll be here soon, you know, no problem, you know, whatever. Never came. Mm. So I checked the calendar, I'm like, it was February 25th. I went to the store, I got two tests, not one, but two. And them lines were solid. supposed to be partying you know doing adult things we had a whole little setup going girl i came out the house and i just handed it to him like look look, look here this is what you did this is what you did plans changed okay we still actually that night we went to the movies i fell asleep in the movies i was tired didn't know why i was just tired i fell asleep oh my god it was when black panther came out mm. i think mm. Mm. We went to go see that, and that movie long anyway. I'm she like, said it was. Long. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was long. so. There was that, and ever since then, I started getting little cute little scrapbooks and planning this and planning that and shopping for my son. And then it got exciting. Yeah, it got exciting. And then it's like, oh my god! But no, the most exciting part was when he started growing. Yes. And my belly started popping out. Mm. Then it was really hitting me like, oh my god. You it's come it. like he's coming. Yeah. Like, and then when I found out the gender, twenty weeks, that was just oh, it was crazy because I swore I was having a girl. But <laughs> so that's that's the thing you want to my next one. I said, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, bro. Right. I'm, 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 I'm always wanting one. Don't get me jibber jabber. She's like, okay. Wait, so wait. So you okay? So you were ready for that? Your emotions were ready, and you were excited. Basically, yeah. for when you found out you were pregnant, because you yeah. were just excited, because you know you had something coming, like you had a son or a daughter coming. Yes. Okay. It was really exciting. Okay, yeah. I was I was the same way. I was um, because I was ready. I, I wanted a son, or I wanted a, a child. A child. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a child. I wanted a child. Um, so I was ready. So when I did find out, I'm like, I'm like, okay, my period was late, you know, obviously. So I'm just like, okay. 
But I'm like, hmm, because I have been pregnant before and I had a miscarriage. So, and that actually two times before that. So I'm just like, okay, please, like if I'm pregnant, let's you know, just let it go through. So I was kind of nervous. Yes. My feeling was kind of nervous, you know, uh, finding out that I was pregnant and just like every day, like, okay, I made it this day. I made it this day. I made it this day, you know, and then it took, kept going to weeks and weeks. I'm like, okay, now it's been six weeks. I mean, you know, six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks. I'm like, okay, I'm still, it's 12 weeks now. I'm like, okay. Because I had my first couple of miscarriages when I was early on, like six weeks, uh, seven weeks, or like uh, five weeks. Well, I think one was five weeks and one was seven weeks. Yeah, so yeah. it was really early. Oh. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was just like, okay. So once I made it past those, you know, milestones mm-hmm. for myself, I was like, okay. I kind of started to relax. I had to like talk to myself mm-hmm. mentally. It was all mental. So when I, you know, I then I got excited. And I'm just like, oh my God, like. I'm having a baby, like, it's mm-hmm. still here, you know, it's still here, like, I just was happy, yeah. so those were my emotions, I was, I was happy, I was nervous at first, and then once I got over that nervousness and anxiety, I got excited, I was able to get excited about it, and so, yeah, those are my feelings, so when did you, um, did you want a specific gender, did you want, like, a boy, a girl, twins, like, did you have something in your mind, like, this is what I want once you find out you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. For me, I've always, I had so many sisters mm-hmm. that that's just, that came as instinct. Like, I can deal with a girl all day long. So I was like, oh, I want a girl, I want a girl so bad. You know, this is what I want to do. I just want to dress her up. I want to, she's so going to be so pretty. Doo, doo, doo. You know, this, that, and third. I was right. always feeling like, you know, since I have so many sisters, literally five. It'll be no issue to take care of another girl. Exactly. Especially since I'm the oldest one out of the six so of us. Kind of like help raise. Pretty and, much. You know. So I'm like, oh, it would be nothing. And then I found out I was going to have a boy. <laughs> and I was like, don't none of us know what to do with this. <laughs> because it's only girls in the house. So it was a bit of a shock. So we, we were sitting there like, so what do we do in this? What do we do? We just, we still trying to figure it out. Till this day. It's a learning process, definitely. Because <laughs> he's the only boy. Mm-hmm. So, what about you? Did you have, like, a specific gender that you wanted? Did you want a boy or a girl? Oh, yeah. I wanted a girl. I wanted a little mini-me. What? Mini. I wanted a little mini-me. Wow. Mm-hmm. Both of y'all want a girl. I did not. Okay. Finish. Because I did not want a girl. I did not. I did not. I wanted a little mini-me. And, like. I would like ask people like, hey, like, how did you know you had a girl? Like, how did you know you <laughs> had a girl? What's, what's, what's your little tricks and stuff? I'm like, ooh, I'm like, well, okay, I got a baby, it's a girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you know, people tell me like, oh, you know, because of the heartbeat or because of how you're shaped or because of when it, oh, I was just a whole bunch of stuff and scenarios. I'm just like, okay, well, but for some reason, the closer I got to me finding out, I knew that it was a boy. How did you know? You just felt I just done. felt like it wasn't going to be a girl. Mm-hmm. And especially when the uh, the doctor was like, you know, moving it around. And like, oh, okay, you know, marking the arms, the legs, or this, that. And then, like, my, his dad, he kind of had this look on his face like, I'm right. Because he wanted to play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh. I was like that, too. And I'm just like, I knew it. Like, I knew it wasn't going to be a girl. I was like, it's okay, though. It's all right. I love my babe. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. It's good. <laughs> See, y'all wanted girls. I did not want no girl because I know how I am. And I just don't, I just, I don't need a little, 
Bitcoin, little Bitcoin, <laughs> running around and and just and all the head movements and the, when the period comes mm. and the, mm, yeah. and I don't think I was in the right mental state to even like take care of a little girl because I was still trying to work on myself to be stop being a little girl and become a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, so now at my time in life, I would be like, okay, I'll be okay having a girl because I didn't grow up myself. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now you know what to you know yes. exactly. And then I think God gave us mm-hmm. boys because we went through hurt mm. yes. and especially to deal with male figures oh yeah for sure yes. and male relationships so i feel like god gave us boys because they gonna love us unconditionally and we cannot never say that we cannot have a man love us unconditionally because our sons exactly. are gonna love us no matter what and they gonna yes. be some men at and some they point in their lives some men okay some <laughs> yeah. good men because we raising them to be good exactly <laughs> so uh, that's the word <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I, when I found out I was having a boy, I cried. Like, I I don't know. Like She read it to me. She was like, okay. She opened up the envelope and she read it to me. She was like, you having a boy? I just broke down in tears. I'm like, oh my God, I just started crying. And I was just, tears of joy. Like, the first time I, I just, it just instantly waterworks. I was just crying. So I was just so happy. And I was, I was really excited to find out I was having my baby boy who I wanted, had a name picked out for him, and all that. Yes. And it was a boy. I'm like, and I was worried, too, because I was throwing up a lot. Oh. I was throwing up a lot. And I was like, oh, you're having a girl, you're having a girl. You're going to throw up. And my face was breaking out. I was like, yeah, you're having a girl. I'm like, damn. And then it ended up being a boy. So I'm just like, Great. thank you. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to get my girl one day, though. Yes, you are. You're gonna get your girl. Yeah, <laughs> and you never know how many children you're actually gonna have. Exactly. 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 You meet somebody and it gets to that point and it's like, hmm. <laughs> I think I will. Okay, well, maybe me. Yeah, right. <laughs> me, I'm, I'm. I feel like I'm one of those mothers. I, I'm really just enthralled with the thought of being able to birth a child. So people be like, you can adopt. You can do. I don't want to do that. I want to. I want my body birth. to birth the child. <laughs> that is yes. what I want, and it's always been something that's. I don't know. Even as a, when I was younger, I was just like, I really want children. I really want children. There was a point in time where I felt like I don't want no children, but that was because of my mental state. Right. It was like, why would I want them here with this type of what I'm going through to put it onto them. That was the only time where I was like, I really don't want no kids. But it wasn't because I didn't want kids. It was because I didn't want them to have me in that state of mind. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So, it's just, you know, we don't all get what we want. We just got to heal first. You got to heal first. <laughs> and you'll enjoy okay. it way more once you Man. heal. Man. I yes. promise you yes. that. So, we're going to go to the next question, which is, how was labor? It's story time. How was labor for both of you? Um, well, <laughs> my labor was easy, honestly, because I feel like I cheated because I had the bus. And here he comes. He knew that we were talking about, <laughs> talking about him. him. Her baby boy is here. With, this is mom life. You know, that's what happens. This is mom life. And. <laughs> Coming in on the podcast. Hey, mom life don't stop for no one. It does not stop. <laughs> Babies, they do not care. Your children do not care. My son does not care. <laughs> That's why I had to. Uh, oh, Jesus. But yes, <laughs> That's my wife. So, you know, but labor for you, it was easy. How did, how was it so easy? Like, because I had no pain. My cervix was not opening. Wow. Okay. 
that's the reason why they had to cut me because he wasn't coming well he was coming he was in position his he was you know head down and everything but my cervix was just like nope we're not gonna do this today and wow. i was already five days over. overdue oh wow so they had they had already scheduled my uh, my procedure when she knows she's like okay well you already on your due date so if it's not here by then they're gonna have to i'm just like oh i did not want to i did not want i did not want it that way yeah. i wanted to have it push you know, out, push it out. Yeah. I, wanted, I wanted that experience i'm like mm. and then it's like i've always felt like i cheated yeah like man they just popped them out i didn't feel any pain i didn't really you know like i couldn't even see, i didn't even get to see them out because they have that curtain curtain up you know so, and in your numb so you can't really and then so like uh and his dad seen them and took pictures, luckily, because you know, like I didn't get to, you know, like oh, you know, like this. I was like, so I was like, well, you know, maybe next time. That's why I give my amount of two, yes. so I can try to, you know, um, have a better pregnancy mentally, because that is around the time that a bunch of crazy things were happening, and I was, you know, kind of depressed about half the pregnancy. So I want to try again. So that's why I say two. Mm-hmm. So maybe I could try to kick you know they say after you you know you get cut you have to get cut again. That's what I heard. That's too. not it's not true. true. Is it called a V back vaginal birth after C section? The V back? I think something yeah. like that. Yeah, I, my somebody was just telling me about it how they um did both of them. Yeah. Like That's one cool. child was um C section and then she was able to, able to give natural yeah, birth. Yeah, natural after. birth afterwards too. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm like, okay. It's not impossible. <laughs> yeah, it's not impossible, so I'm like, okay, I want to, you know, my hopefully my second one, everything will go better. I mean, Maybe I'm lucky because I am blessed because, like, um, I said to myself one day, God, if I have a child, I don't want to be sick. I don't want to be sick those times. I've watched people be sick and be going to the hospital just off of being pregnant. And yeah. I'm like, I am not the type of person. I do not want to be sick. I can't be sick like that. I'll be, like, miserable. Yeah. And I'm like, please. And whole pregnancy, I had one bad headache. And that's it. So your pregnancy was pretty easy. Then. Yeah. It was pretty easy. Mine was, my pregnancy was, well, the beginning, I could not keep anything down. I couldn't keep anything down. I was just throwing up, throwing up, throwing up, throwing up, throwing up. My labor, though, um, my labor went pretty smooth. Like, he came on his actual due date. I went into labor two days before he was due December 11th. I went into labor um, December 9th, um, nighttime. And I was just chilling, relaxing, watching a movie. I had been um, walking probably like two, three days prior, like consistently around like a park. And I'm like, okay, I want him to come, you know, when it's his time. So I was just trying to get my body ready. And I was walking a lot and drinking a whole bunch of water and doing the do, trying to get, you know, make sure he comes out when it's time. And so I'm sitting at home. I had just watched a movie. The whole day passes by. Let me tell you how rude my son is oh yours yours whole day go by i'm enjoying myself had some ice cream had movie night at the house ate pizza and you know it's time for me to go to bed it's about 11 o'clock i get sleepy fast especially when i was pregnant i was tired so i go lay down as soon as i lay down not even five minutes i lay down i feel something between my legs i'm like what is this i'm like i stopped and I just had that look on my face like, oh, my God, what is this between my legs? So 
I get out of the bed. As soon as I get up out of the bed and I stand up, water just starts coming down my legs. Like, I'm like, baby daddy, come get me. <laughs> baby daddy, he runs in there. He's like, what's going on? I said, I think my water is just water just started coming down. And I went to her and went to go sit on the toilet because the water was coming down. He's like, no, get up the baby. Go come out to the, on the toilet. I'm like, oh my God. I'm just, you know, so he's panicking. I'm like, my water just broke. He's not coming right now. <laughs> like, you know, I'm more calm than he is. He's like getting the bags, trying to put them in the car and let's go, hurry up, let's go. And rush me to the hospital, girl. I was in the hospital for two days. Um, the hospital for two days. He ended up coming. The doctor was like, we're going to do some practice pushes. And I'm like, okay, practice pushes. So they put my legs up in little stirrups and I, and I did end up getting the epidural. I shouldn't have, um, but... I just, it was like they were pressuring me, kind of don't ever let the nurses at the hospital, the doctor pressure you to get the epidural if you do not want it. If you want to go through with it and wait until the pain is absolutely unbearable. And then, you know, at that point, the baby's damn near coming, you know. So my next birth, I will not be getting epidural. I will be doing it naturally. But yeah, so he's like practice pushes and I'm pushing and I'm thinking I get to rest or whatever. He's like, the nurse is like, hey, you know, doctor, come in. We're about to have a birthday. I said, whose birthday? Whose birthday is it? Is your birthday? She's like, oh, no, he's coming. I said, y'all said it was practice. She was like, no, we ready. And he's coming. I'm like, y'all didn't even let me get ready. Y'all, she was like, that. So, you know, he came out within, like, five pushes. He was out. Um, and I seen him. And I was just looking because he didn't cry at first. I'm like, I'm looking. And then I finally heard him cry. And I was like, Okay, then everything so else sweet. got drowned out. I'm just like, okay, I can close my eyes. Like, oh, I heard it. Yes. That's how I would feel. Like, oh, I did. Girl, what about you, LC? How was your... Child. Your... Child. She said her son was rude. <laughs> my son... Okay. So, it was um, this one morning. I just woke up. I was going to take my sister somewhere. And I just had a little bit of blood, you know, when I wiped. So, I was like, I'm like 23 weeks i shouldn't be having blood still and so i was like let me just go check it out see what happened so i went in there i got checked in they had me sit in a little chair in the hallway so i'm thinking oh yeah i'm good i'm not you know i'm not in pain nothing happening so i'm straight i hear people yelling screaming you know from giving birth and doing and being in labor and i'm just like oh okay i'm cool they get me on the bed finally after a while they get me on the bed and the lady she comes and she checks my cervix she looked around and she looked like she was nervous, but I thought she was nervous for somebody else because everybody else was screaming. I'm chilling, still laying on the bed. So she's like, one second. She ran down the hallway and then she went and got the doctor. I'm thinking she's getting the doctor for somebody else. He comes over there. He checks my cervix. Um, ma'am, we're not going to be able to let you go home today. I said, why is that? They said, you're about seven centimeters and your bag is bulging out. I said, what do you mean? What? What? So you're going to have to stay here, ma'am. We're going to have to keep you here because you could have the baby today. I said, at 23 weeks? And they said, yeah, you could have him today. So my mind, I was just like, all right. So they put me in like this weird position where my head was down and my feet was up. It's called Trendelenburg. Um, and they took me to the room. Um, they start doing all this stuff and they had the people come in. They're like, you know, they have to ask you, which is something really don't nobody want to be asked. Um if the baby is born right then and they're not breathing, do you, would you like to resuscitate them? My take on the situation was that if they're not living, they wasn't supposed to be living. So I uh, ain't no need to, you know, try to force them to live. But 
I, so I just told them no resuscitation. So I'm sitting there and I'm going through all of this and throughout this, about three days after I'm at the hospital, my dad passes away. Um, and so I'm still, they're like, you know, you can't be upset. You can't, you know, you have to try to still, you know, be all right, you know, cause the baby could come still. He hadn't came yet. We were still looking good. Everything was cool. So they moved me over to another place cause the, it wasn't as serious as it was when I first got there. So I was chilling, you know, they ended up about, I said the two, that was Wednesday. I went to the hospital about that next Monday night is when I started to feel contractions. Um, yeah, feel really bad contractions. And I, they were like, well, we don't want you to start trying to push right now because the bag hasn't busted or anything. He still has a good heartbeat. He's everything looks good. So don't, we're not going to do anything. So they just kept giving me this um, one medicine called fentanyl. Um, it didn't work. It was only working for like 15 minutes, but they could only give it to me um, once every hour. So that wasn't working. About Tuesday morning, I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to be able to do this because they were prepared to keep me for the whole three months he had remaining of the pregnancy. Right. So they're like, no, we don't want to do this. Like they're trying to figure out what they want to do i was like well can somebody give me some pain like is there a better pain medicine the only thing they could offer was the epidural but you can only have that for and like as up to like five days because then it becomes like insufficient it don't work it, it does it's not working and so i was like well can please somebody figure out something it took them four hours to figure out what they were going to do to me while i writhed in pain on the bed Trying to figure out what they were going to do. Because they didn't want me to sit up. Because they didn't want him to fall out. And you have to sit up to get the epidural. Right. They have to <laughs> put it in your back. You have to, have yeah. To. So you have to sit up. So they finally decided, okay, so we'd rather not have the baby come early. Than to just keep giving her this fentanyl and risk the baby coming early. And so I was like, all right, just give me the epidural. And so they finally decided they were going to do it. They put it in and I'm just sitting there and it's working for like, I think it worked for maybe two days. Um, after that, in the vaginal area, it was not doing its job. They had me pressing that button and they, that sent extra medicine into the epidural that was only making me go to sleep for about two hours, waking up in the same excruciating pain. So it was doing absolutely nothing. Then multiple people were not even watching for my pain levels. They weren't really worried about it. So whenever you're in the hospital, be very vocal about your please. care, please. And I, I made sure I was vocal, but it's still, it's not always going to work, but make sure you keep it up. It's your body. Yeah, you they, you you have to because they will not. Some people will not do what you need done if you don't make it a point. Mm -hmm. So a few days pass and I'm just going. And then this one particular morning, it, it was this, it was the next Friday. Um, they're like, you know, this is the we're trying to at least if you get to that 24 week mark, you're gonna be good. Everything's gonna be a lot better. He's gonna be have a lot better chance of surviving okay. if he at least makes it to the 24 weeks. And so that Friday was that 24 week mark. Mm -hmm. And so a lady that had taken care of me like on the weekend, she came to check on me. She's like, how's everything going? I was like, they just got me some more medicine and my epidural because I was in pain 
for hours and they just came and gave me the medicine. Literally 0.2 seconds after I said that, my water just broke. And I'm just sitting there like, um, ma'am, wow. I think my water broke. Right at 24 weeks. Yes, at the day that it became 24 weeks. Yes. Is the day that it, my water broke. Crazy. And the lady was just like, okay, let me go get the doctor. The doctor came, he checked, he was like, oh no, it's not time yet. And then so he walked out the door and as soon as I tried to put my legs back together, I was like, no, I can feel something. I feel something. There's something there. I cannot. Mm -mm. So they came and checked again and it was time for him to come. And when he came out, it was the small, like, I can't even explain to you what type of cry it was. It was the smallest cry you could ever hear in your entire life. But he was crying and I was thanking God that he made a sound. Because when I said, I had told him I didn't want to resuscitate, but... He was alive and he was breathing and he was yes. doing what he needed to do to live. And he ended up in the NICU for about four months. It was a really, 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 really hard time. I wasn't able to touch him until about a month after he was born. So, and I didn't get that, you know, the, um, was it kangaroo care or whatever, you know, the skin to skin. Skin to skin. Yeah, I didn't get none of that. I, I didn't get that type of, you know, experience i really didn't even really get to experience being pregnant my yeah, stomach really never so grew. nothing really happened it just he was just born and he was here and i and i pushed three times and there he was he cried his little cry and he was on oxygen for a really long time feeding tubes and all types of stuff but he here, but he here. He's here now, now you wouldn't even know you wouldn't even know <laughs> That he I've went seen through her son. You would not even know that he has been through all that. He is he was so one strong. pound three ounces. And and now look at him. <laughs> He's running Man. around talking, talking better than me sometimes. Playing. I'm like, son, hello. Yes, a blessing. <laughs> Man, honestly. that's truly a truly a blessing. Miracles, I'm so miracles. glad that it worked out the way it did for you. I'm really, I really am. Cause I was just like, oh child, like the labor having that going through that, and then like him blossoming to now. Yes, blessings, 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 blessings. So, did you have any um, issues with postpartum, like because of that? Like, cause you didn't even get the really chance to experience like postpartum. You think it would have been different um, because you had him so early. You probably wouldn't have maybe had it if you would have went full term. Um, it was. I feel like when it happens like that it forces your body to have to get back to where it's supposed to get. Mm. So it like throws your hormones into some like frenzy and you can't really, it's nothing you could do about it because it's what's naturally taking place. It's what's naturally, so it was, to it was yeah. really like, I feel like it was a little worse simply because of all the things that were going on. My dad had passed away. Um, there are other personal things going on with the child's father. It just was, and then the child, and then my time. son was sick. So it was like a mixture of postpartum, grief, just all type, depression, everything. So it was like, and then it, it's like my body had to snap back. The hormones had to snap back it in which like it would have had more time to lower itself for like other women. It, it would have lowered itself a little bit towards that nine month mark me i didn't get that chance i was at six months and my body was like you got to go back to normal now i didn't get that chance so it was like yeah postpartum was it was, it was <laughs> but you got through it how did yeah. you get through it like how did, did you try to de-stress yourself um i really i would say that 
just even though my son was sick, just being knowing that I had to be there for him helped me to be, you know, on my P's and Q's. Like, yeah, this is a hard time. Yeah, it's not fun. But if I can just keep doing good for him, at least he'll be healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, at least one thing will be okay, even if at the end I'm not okay. Right. One thing's going to be okay. You accomplish something. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I did something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I may not have, I may not been able to help him get here when he was supposed to get here, but I'm gonna help him stay here. Yes, and that was how how I looked at it. So that's what pushed me and drove me forward. Was just that thought, like you know, I gotta do this, even if at the end I'm more sad than I've ever been. At least he'll be healthy and he good and taken care of. And now we both healthy, good and taken care of. pregnant but once you're actually you know giving birth and he's out or she's out and you're like oh okay like <laughs> this yes. is what it's like I'm so, in mommy mode right now I kind of yeah I just kind of snapped out of it then and I just started doing everything that I needed to do so I, I would say I was the, the depression came first yes then it being after he's here I kind of went through that and got myself together and then um, another thing, my I wasn't forming a lot of breast milk, and mm-hmm. I think it was due to stress. Okay, yeah. You know, I think that had a big part because I'm like, why am I only getting two ounces? You know, it went from like eight, six, then I was only pumping two. Oh wow! And I didn't know there was like cookies and all these other supplements to help you out. Came out with like mm-hmm. after he's already born. I'm like, I didn't know stuff to help you have you know to form the milk or else yeah. I would have uh, continued doing it I wanted to do it for as long as I could so he could have those nutrients from me mm-hmm. you know not just go to formula so fast it's not a bad thing formula you know it mm-hmm. helps it, you know but I wanted to do the whole natural natural thing. exactly I feel like, uh, like I said birth like I wanted to do I wanted to do breast milk as long as I could too but things change so i just took that as and don't ever feel bad about it yeah and i just took that as oh my gosh but you know the the people at the women infant care center, yeah they like are all for 
the breast boobies. milk. Yes. All for the boobies. Yes. They have all these billboards and posters like keep breastfeeding. So it's like, okay, but you're not supplying the stuff right. just in case the mother can't. Exactly. It's like, so it's whatever that I choose, exactly, whatever I choose to have to do, then, you know, that's that. If, if I don't know about any other supplements or help, then I don't do what I have to do. You know, I can't stop and think because my baby's crying he's hungry. So yes. We got to do something. <laughs> yep. So as true. soon as I felt like, you know, I can't give any more, mm-hmm. and really I couldn't, I didn't leak or nothing. Because usually, you know, after you're trying to stop breastfeeding, you're still, you're still leaking out. Leaking. You're still that... Mm-hmm. It's coming down. But no, I was dry. Yeah, I got so too much, so mine never leaked. That's how I knew. You had for too sure. much. Oh, I got, no, they just too big. Oh, <laughs> No, that's what happened. Like, I thought that I was like, is something wrong with me? I was like, people be saying they're sore and they're hard. What's wrong with mine? They're not like that. Like, something not right. Mm-hmm. But there was milk coming out, so I was like, I don't know, y'all. I don't know how it's supposed to feel. Oh, because you said, hey, mine's too big. They were just in there flowing around like yeah. that. <laughs> I was bleeding like at one point. I'm like, oh, get them off! Ah, get them off me! Like, and I was crying. I'm like, I cannot. And I went to the women infant health center so they could show me how to properly, you know, latch my son on. They're like, no, you gotta hold him like this, and you know, put his head like this, and hold your arm like this, and and then once he latched on, I was like, it was still sore, so it, it did was tender. But after my nipple heal, I had nipple cream. Yes, yes. um, they have nipple creams like a little petroleum jelly type mm-hmm. of thing, and I you know rubbed it on there, my ointments, and I was you know back to getting healed. And he latched on properly, it went so much smoother. Mm. Like, just so much. And they have those nipple guards. Mm. Now, yes. The, that, that is what he was on. Because the whole nipple thing. <laughs> by itself, it was I tried those too. For me. I tried those Those too. were the best thing. Even though they would still get sore from him sucking so hard. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> I'm like, it's not going nowhere. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, he would just, I was like, he was like, ah, I'm like, okay, it's time. Get that pillow. I had the little Bobby the, pillow. Bobby pillow. Yeah. That was a gift from baby shower. It was a lesson. Yeah, lesson. Bobby pillow. Lesson. Yeah. So I prop him up and his little stuff up there, and then he does his thing. I get that nipple guard going. <laughs> I make sure it's there, and every time I wipe it off, set it right next to me. Yeah. So when he gets it, you know, crying and everything. I just. <laughs> mm-hmm. One, two, three. Let's go. Right there. Yeah, I'm breastfed for like a week because. You know, his he had like throat issues mm-hmm. because of being um on the tube. Yeah. Being on the breathing tube. His airway was um compromised. So they had to um fly him out I'm flying out. They had to drive him out to Oakland, the children's hospital. Wow. He got transferred out. Yeah, cause he didn't cause I I did breastfeed him for like a week though. But okay. he did have to use the nipple guard. Cause, cause he was just um, on it. No, because my chest was bigger than him. Yeah, I was doing a lot of pumping, but it started to fall off when I had to go back to work. 
Because you know you feel bad having to leave every few hours when you're at work. To right, have to trying to home. pump and yeah, they so need it's like, you. And, you know, but you know what? There's laws for that. And you know what? I think we cannot feel guilty for doing what we are supposed right. to be doing. Right. So and I, I really did. I felt so bad. Like So that's why um, my supply really stopped. Because I really felt bad at my job, like having to leave like every three hours, and then everybody's basically being left to do my job. But like you said, really, it's it's important. It really it's is something that's very important. It is for our children and for us, like just as a bond. That's a bond, and that's yeah. like that's nutrients. That's real life nutrients coming from your body and your. You know what I mean? And somebody told me that it like child. alters itself based on what your baby how your baby is feeling mm -hmm. so your milk changes based on if they have the a cold needs. if they have you know if they're sick right now if they have an infection the breast milk will change to suit that need mothers women are so amazing that's <laughs> why we, we, that's are, why we, we say so we are magic we, we are, really are we magic are. <laughs> we're magic mothers are magic are. regardless of whether you are still taking care of your child whether you're with your child whether you're not you still have done a magic trick. Yes. Honestly, <laughs> you've done a magic trick. You know, it's an experience. It's definitely an amazing experience. Yes. So, what is the difference? Okay, so our children, we're all in the toddler stage mm -hmm. right now. So, let's talk about taking care of an infant versus taking care <laughs> of these toddlers what 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 is the monster i would say i would say the difference for me is honestly because i'm, I'm just gonna have to go ahead and um <laughs> taking care of a baby is easy i feel like the real mother stage kicks in when they can walk and they can talk and they can you know all that good stuff that they weren't able to do independently because they were a baby taking care of a baby is that's the easy part you know, wiping the bud and changing them, making sure they're fed, and you know the baby cereal and baby food, and you know the crawling milestones. Oh my god! And you can sit them in a car seat and put them in the car, and you know they're just like you just want to hold them all the time. Even when they get a little older, you still just want to hold them. I still want to hold my son, but you know, just that baby. Just, just a baby, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that stage was easier for me than right now because you're really, really more hands-on, involved, and then trying to balance, like, the work life and stuff like that, too, and other <clears> things that you got have to do as a mom, like, or just as a human being first. Like, you know, we got stuff to take care of, and we have to take care of another human being, too. So, and then, you know, the, t the toddler stage... Terrible two now. They they said terrible twos, but also there was like every time I said that, I'm like yeah terrible twos. They're like no wait till you get to three. I'm like what's three? They're like no yeah you gonna see you'll see. And I'm seeing that Ooh. right now. They and become saying, they become very alpha malish. Yeah, go ahead. You talk about the the infant. <laughs> how was infant stage for you versus battling with toddlerhood right now? <laughs> I guess you would say toddlerhood. <laughs> So for me, it was a bit different because I guess, you know, shout out to them NICU moms up in the NICU with their babies. Mm -hmm. So it was a little different for me. So whereas like, you know, you be changing, most people be changing a diaper or something like that. I'm changing tubes, filling bags with stuff, 
changing oxygen tanks, doing a lot of carrying a lot of stuff with me. We had about five bags everywhere we went. We couldn't go nowhere without five bags. I forgot what it was like to hold a purse because I just have the stuff in his bags. So for for us, infant stage was a little more difficult than other people's infant stage mm -hmm. just because we had a lot of work to do. Exactly. It felt like it was just endless work over and over every day, something different, something different. And then even after he got out of the hospital from, you know, just being born, we were still in and out of the hospital that whole entire year yeah. after that, the whole year, all the way up until October. That was the last time we finally just stopped being in the hospital. He was finally fine. He could breathe better, but he was still on oxygen and everything, still getting surgeries and stuff. And then um, <clears throat> he turned to a toddler. <laughs> that's not on tubes and oxygen and yeah all the stuff oh my god yes oh yeah he, uh, <laughs> that's the that's that's sometimes that i'll be like you ain't no we can't even put you on something one tube so you can sit down just he won't sit down stop telling me what to do and mom could you just chill what? just chill oh Okay. Tell you to chill. All right. Um, uh -oh. <laughs> I'm gonna do that because <laughs> these if I don't, <laughs> they're gonna tell you what. Especially boys, they're going to tell you what you gonna do instead of you telling them what you gonna do. I told my son, sir, you may have been my father in another life, but this time it's my turn. <laughs> so you gonna listen to me? I am the parent. In this life, yeah. You so I apologize. Look. If you may have been my father at some point, but right now I'm sorry you remember in that life, but you're gonna have to forget it because we're not doing that. We this is I'm your mother, this is motherhood, not childhood. You take care of me. <laughs> I wish I right, right. I'll be sitting looking real nice. Well, really, no, because we'll both be running around looking crazy <laughs> like some toddlers. <laughs> how, <laughs> to how is your transition? Share? Well, from from <laughs> Well, my son has been very active since seven months. Mm -hmm. He's you know they do the rolling and everything and start lifting their head, but he did all that pretty early. So I say he was an active, 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 active seven month, eight month, nine month, ten month. But now we're hitting twos, and I need to tell you. <laughs> My son is so dramatic and extra. The tantrums be out of this world. That is the best one thing I can see and say that terrible twos, I'm feeling it. Yes. Because yes. the emotions this guy has and how dramatic he is, it just puts it at 10, 20, <laughs> 30 even. <laughs> like, seriously, like the attitude, don't know where he got it from mm. right <laughs> right <laughs> it's there and it's popping off yes uh -huh. every day i really be having to tell myself like you know what this is my son you know he's two he's you know <laughs> like you gotta just coach yourself you know he's growing he's learning you know i'm learning with him yes i'm learning how to work with you you're learning how to work with me even though you know i'm the mom you're my son but we still are learning how to work with each other mm-hmm 
and get the bonds right and get the, you know, respect and teaching how to treat a woman, you know, because yes. that's how you're going to treat me. You're going to learn how to treat me that way. So then when you power around other women, you can do the same. Yes. So that's how, you know, you got to start, you know, they're getting so smart and so smart. They they coming out super smart. I, ha- I have some child-proofing things I thought I wouldn't have to. Doorknob. The door. We looking at the doorknob right now, y'all. I cannot leave the house the other day. I'm like, how do I get out of here? Okay. <laughs> she has the doorknob. Door okay. Childproof. It's serious. And my friend just got me a frizz lock because he's going in the fridge and getting whatever he wants out now. Uh-oh. Breaking eggs. Oh. My son did that too. He broke some. Yes. Breaking eggs. Getting yep. whatever he wants yep. out. If he sees the strawberries in there, he's gonna go in there and get them. <laughs> I think my They're son mine. got institutionalized because he was in the hospital. So now he he don't. That's one kid I know. He will not go in the fridge. He won't touch the fridge. Well, really? You're like, you, you're like very very. Nice. He'll play with the freezer, like, but he won't go in it. He just the handle. The handle. Just the, well, yeah. <laughs> he just gotta shake it up. I'm like, what are you doing? Why? Why are you doing that? Just chill, mom. Just chill. Just chill. Just chill. Just chill. Why? Why do I? Why are you telling me this? He is. Do you say that to your mom? They no. do their own things, okay? <laughs> Some pointers that I want us to get out of the way because we're talking about these toddlers, and yeah, it's definitely a charge to just moms just be prepared for toddler stage. If you're a new and expecting mother, you know the baby stage is cute and all. You know that you know that's enjoy cute. it, enjoy for it for some now, for some, <laughs> enjoy it. The toddler stage, no matter, I don't care, no matter what child it is. You're going to go through some, some stuff. Something. Something. Yes. They might not be super, super bad, but they're going to test your nerves. Yeah. And, and, and it's important to, if you smoke, you know, <laughs> smoke away from the child, you know, marijuana, if you need it. If it's okay, after you put your baby down, to get some wine and relax or even take a nap because you already know once the baby's up, it's not going to sleep. Mm-hmm. So, don't ever feel bad for needing you know, a little wine or a little marijuana now yes. to help cope with the stress that's going to come with being a mother to a toddler. Yes. Okay? It's okay to meditate. I meditate. I have to. <laughs> oh, me and my son, we meditate We med- meditate. Make them meditate with you. And you know what? That would get them more calm by meditating with you. Mommy, let's meditate. We're going to have quiet time. Mm-hmm. Great. Let's do it. My son meditated with me once before. I need to, you know, have him meditate with me again because sometimes he just be doing too much. But <laughs> so I really want to stress that it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to ask for Don't ever please, be ashamed please. to ask for help if you are just super stressed out and your your mind's not in the right state and you just need a break. You know, if you have a family member, a friend anybody that you know or you know just wait till your child to sleep just take that break put the child down go to sleep or have somebody come you know babysit for a couple hours it doesn't have to be a whole day even if you can't get somebody to babysit for a whole day at least a couple hours and take that time to gather yourself you have to take care of yourself first before you can take care of anybody else anything else at that matter Mm -hmm. it's always important to have your mental intact and I've been learning now. I'm just like, I have to start with myself first and focus on myself. All these other distractions, they don't matter. I'm putting myself first so I can be a better mom to my son and know how to treat myself well because I want him to treat a woman. I have to teach him how to treat a woman as well as his father. 
And you want him to treat himself well. Exactly. You, you want him to see you treat yourself well so he knows that it's okay to treat yourself good. Exactly. Before anybody, anybody else. Anybody else. Because you are the one that's with yourself every single day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. That's why I was like, we have to be better women. Because we're raising black men. Mm. They got to grow up and be black men. So we got to be on our job as black women. They going to be raised by some strong black queens. Mm-hmm. And that's no ifs, ands, or buts. So, you know, we, like I said, we just have to be in our right mental state to take care and raise these young black men that's coming up in America. In America. And let them know that it is okay to feel emotions. It's okay to go through what you're going through. Even let them know that you hurt too. Like, for example, my son, he scratched, fell and scratched his knee. Mm -hmm. But a few days before that, I had fell and scraped my knee. So I showed him, I said, see, mommy hurt her knees too. And I said, it's okay to get hurt. I was like, you don't have to scream and yell. Did, did I scream and yell and get mad at you when I fell and hit my knee? He said, no. I said, okay. It's okay. So it's okay to hurt yourself, but you don't have to get mad at the person that's with you because you hurt yourself. I said, just brush yourself off and get back up, son. You good? Yes. We teach good. Teach them how to handle themselves emotionally, mentally. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and how be able to, to express. properly express. Mm-hmm. <laughs> their emotions without you know because that's what they look for with black men as for well sure. for us to get all angry and crazy and they expect it already mm-hmm. so you got to teach them a different mindset definitely this has been a fun episode this yeah. has been a very informal episode <laughs> and the topic is great, great. Good, I could go for right thank you yes yes um yeah, talk about anything. yes yeah. <laughs> we, it's okay we talk about anything talk about anything and just, I would say important key factors of being a mother first like I said taking care of yourself I would say second making sure your child is taken care of third it's okay to have a life outside of being a mother yes. it is okay you were a human before you were a mother exactly <laughs> you were a human being and then you became a mother okay it's okay to get dressed up get cute I know you've been around the house looking you know however you're looking but it's okay to get up and put some lip gloss on and slick your hair. Even if you just sit on the couch. Yeah, if you just sit on the couch and get, get dressed cute. to go to Walmart. Get, and oh, get cute. You don't just have to, to make myself Oh, I, feel, feel I get dressed to go it's to the okay. mailbox. Okay. <laughs> That's not a problem. I'm just doing Let's go. For me. Remind yourself that you are the baddest and, and you are beautiful. Who are you getting dressed for? Myself. Myself. Well, first of all, you get, you get, you just need to get dressed, anyways. Um, but okay. <laughs> um, yeah, if what? Get dressed for me, most important. I'm not worried about no. If somebody sees me, else. if somebody see me, me. Yeah, you see me. However, you see me. Right. Okay. Yeah. That means your eyes was open. Days. I used to be so worried about what people thought. Yeah. That so means they vision work. Let go. I am done. They should. Yes. Girl, guess what? High five. Be, yes. high five. be grateful for them. Because yes. guess what? That means they vision work. Yes. Exactly. Because <laughs> exactly. they looking. Okay. They looking. <laughs> looking, though. They like, why are you looking a little too good? Be like, okay. at least be yes. grateful for that vision, sir, ma'am. That you saw me. Whoever. <laughs> and, you know, thank you guys for being on. Tell us where, tell my, my quantity family where they can find you at on the gram. Um, you find me at Osha Soul over on Instagram, <laughs> and you can reach me at Girl with the Flower Tattoo. But I'm gonna tell you how to say it. I know it sounds like <laughs> <laughs> so. It's actually really G W T F 
Tattoo. Tattoo Girl. is spelled out. So okay. G W T F. Tattoo. Look, she's a brownie. Wait a minute. My medicine kicking in. Your medicine kicking in. Oh my goodness. Yes, the marijuana is kicking in. We about to this. Thank you guys so much for being on my show today. Normalize mothers who smoke. Normalize yes, normalize four twenty mothers. Yes, we needed to deal with these children of ours. The universe is going to help us, and so is marijuana. Yes. Thank you. All right, um, we're going to go ahead and get into a special message, actually, from my mother, Mama Kwan. She recorded a clip for me, and this is my first time actually hearing it on this episode. Oh. So we're going to go ahead and get into the clip from my mother. Hello, this is Shaquan Howard's mom. You know, I'm so proud of my daughter. I thank, I thank God for giving her wisdom and for her being so independent. So she doesn't, she doesn't depend on anybody else. She just uh, gets out and go, go gets herself on her own. And I appreciate that. That's how I am. I thank God that she, she took that after me. Uh, and I'm so proud of her. She's been a, been a good, good mom to my grandson. And I just, I just love, I'm proud of her. I am so proud of her, and I'm glad that she's searching herself out to um, realize things that might tee her off or go wrong and make her come out or go out of her character. So I'm glad that she's learned how to deal with herself so she doesn't have to go through those situations. She can be calm, cool, and collective and be able to understand what's going on and understand it's not worth it to be going off. It really, it's really not. I just thank God for giving her wisdom. I thank God in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Um, thank you so much, Mom. That's my first time hearing that message from my mother. I am so grateful for my mom. Um, she said that she's proud of me for you know being so independent, and I definitely get that trait from my mom. Thank you for being so independent and always getting things done even when you didn't know how you were going to get them done you always made a way you made that way and i definitely get that strong independent trait from my mother thank you thank you thank you so much and i'm so glad that you're my mommy <laughs> so yeah you know you heard my mama she had to add the in jesus name at the end you know my mama is a church woman <laughs> she is <laughs> my mama's mother Shaquan, to you, okay? Yes, honey. But uh, I hope everyone is enjoying their Mother's Day. I hope you enjoyed this episode that I put together for you all. And just have an amazing day. Take it all in and just know that you deserve the best. So whatever you get today, you deserve it. If you get a gift, if, if you don't get a gift, go out there and pamper yourself and treat yourself. And just because you're an amazing woman, you're strong I see you. You're doing it. Keep striving, young queens. You got this. You got this. Amazing motherhood. Amazing. Don't let anybody tell you different. Thank you so much. And this is the last episode before season two starts. So get ready to get up for season two. It's coming in June. I'm not giving you a date, but it's coming next month. Okay? Tune in. Until then on my Instagram page, at Quantity Radio. Go ahead and subscribe, like, rate, and review this on all podcast forms on Apple, Spotify, Anchor. Make sure you favorite it. Leave a comment, review it. 
please, please, please rate and review. Thank you guys so much, and I'll see you on season two.